Travel providers are the backbone of the travel experience. In this brand new season of Powering Travel, we'll dive into industry trends, hot topics, and actionable advice to help business leaders continue evolving and enhancing the travel experience one trip at a time. Welcome. My name is Brandon Earhart, and you are back with us. This is the Powering Travel Podcast brought to you by Expedia Group. This episode, we have a doozy. It was the one that I was really looking forward to all year. Uh, and I am back in the interviewer chair for this one. I had a chance to chat with Expedia Group's president of Expedia for Business, Ariane Gorin. She was very generous with her time. We covered a wide variety of topics that are top of mind for both her and me right now. And for those of you who are not familiar with Ariane, let me tell you a little bit more about her. She is the president of Expedia for Business, and she is responsible for Expedia Group's global B2B business. Previously, though, Ariane was president of Expedia Business Services, which comprised of Expedia Partner Solutions and Agencia, the leading digital travel management platform, before its sale to American Express Global Business Travel in 2021. Ariane joined Expedia Group over 10 years ago, where she was vice president of market management for Europe, Middle East, and Africa, and rapidly expanded the hotel network in that region. Prior to joining Expedia Group, Ariane spent 10 years at Microsoft in various sales, distribution, and marketing roles. Let's jump into the good stuff. Here's our conversation with Ariane Gorham. Ariane, it's great to have you on the podcast this season. Our listeners have seen you on stages worldwide speaking about Expedia for Business, but can you give our listeners a quick summary of your area of the business and what you're focused on? Let me start, Brandon, by just saying thank you for having me. I've been listening to your podcast and envious of everyone else who's gotten to be on them. So I'm very happy to be here and I'm looking forward to our discussion. To answer your question, I'm the president for Expedia for Business. And my team here at Expedia is made up of thousands of our teammates who all share the same mission. We're here to empower our partners to grow their businesses and to deliver great travel experiences. Because we believe that when the traveler wins, we all win. Our team wakes up every day determined to support our partners all over the world who distribute their travel products in our platform, who advertise with us, and who power their businesses with our inventory and technology solutions. So really, it's a business that is a technology business, a distribution business, and an advertising business. And some exciting things happening all across that business, one of which this year was the launch of the One Key Loyalty Program. It's been a huge focus of the business of late. In fact, we dedicated the season finale of last season to the topic of loyalty. With something as innovative as One Key, a true first in the industry to bring these categories together and have the ability to earn on air and hotel and vacation rentals. Can you clarify for the audience today? how OneKey is complementary and not a competitor to our partners' loyalty programs? We've been very pleased with the launch of OneKey. It's been recognized by a few publications. It won the Simplicity and Loyalty Award with the Points Guy. It was the winner of the Good Housekeeping 2024 Family Travel Award. So we know the program is gaining traction. And this is really a program where the focus is for the everyday traveler. The reality is that 83% of travelers only take a few trips a year, and they may never earn status or meaningful rewards from existing loyalty program. And that's really where one key fits in. 
What it means is that our partners, our supply partners, hotels and airlines and the like, now have access to this new segment of travelers. It's travelers who maybe aren't the road warriors, but it's people who maybe are going to book a vacation rental on Verbo and then want to use the one key cash they earn to say, for example, a short stay at a hotel or to book an air ticket. So we think it's really, it can be complementary, as you said. One key launched in the U.S. in July of 2023. And during 2024, there are going to be additional markets. And so we're excited to bring this rewards program outside of the U.S. So speaking of one key and that global approach outside of the United States, what's the strategy right now for the brand to penetrate markets where it traditionally hasn't been a large part of the market share? And how does one key play a role in that? First, I will say I am, as we're talking, I'm sitting in London. I've lived in Europe for over 20 years. For people who know me, I'm very passionate about how do we at Expedia Group grow our business outside of North America. Uh, I'm a big believer in the magic of travel. It's a big market out there. And so the more that we can help travelers around the world realize it, whether it's coming to the U.S., going away from the U.S., or traveling around Europe or APAC, it's what we want to be doing. And it's true that outside of the U.S., we've got a strong presence in Europe. We work with a huge breadth and depth of different partners across the regions, whether it's hotels or airlines, car rental companies, and activity providers. Our brands of Expedia and Verbo and Hotels.com, they really each have a distinct personality and they appeal to different types of travelers, whether they're looking for a package deal, a short-term rental, or a weekend break in the city. And so part of our, our strategy in growing outside of the U.S. is with these brands. Obviously, beyond our own brands, we also power sites and partners' businesses with our white-label template and our rapid API technology or our travel agency technology. And that business actually is, is quite large outside of the U.S. So we'll work with regional players like Despagar, which is a large OTA in Latin America, or Traveloka, which is um, an Asia-based OTA, powering them with the supply that we have around the world. So if you're a hotel, for example, in California, we might be able to bring you demand from a traveler in LATAM through Despagar, and you'll see the benefit from that. I think this idea of growth in regions around the world um, for all businesses is important. And one of the reasons is the continued growth of middle class and the middle class around the world. I was reading recently that in Asia, the, the expectation for the growth of the middle class from 2020 to 2030 is going to be from 2 billion to 3.5 billion. The scale of that, it's just massive. And just to give you an idea, the middle class in the US, in America, is going to grow from 647 million in 2020 to 689 million. For the whole industry, the question is, as there's this massive growth in middle class, it means that people are going to be spending on travel. And how can we at Expedia Group help bring that demand to our partners? Same thing in the Middle East. If you look at two of the top 10 airports in the world are in the Middle East. It's Dubai and Doha. And you're seeing more travel coming through that. We invest in global brands in order to be relevant for travelers all over the world and then bring more demand to our supply partners. So zooming out, 
One thing that I love about working in travel is I always get to learn new vocabulary words. Season one, I learned what forest bathing is, and that's just when you walk through the forest. I was The first time I read that in a script, I was like, what am I reading? But Expedia Group also does a lot of great research that uncovers some of these trends. What are some of your favorites that we've uncovered? Brandon, I'm just like you. I love the travel trends and I'll share just a few that were my favorites. One is set jetting. Set jetting was a trend we, we spotted a couple of years ago. And it's basically this idea that travelers are inspired by shows or films that they've seen and it makes them want to go to the destination. We actually found that more than half of travelers say they've researched or booked a trip to a destination after seeing it on a TV show or a film, and that that was actually even more influential than social media. We think coming up in 2024, Paris will continue to be hot because season four of Emily in Paris is coming out. There's the Scottish Highlands, thanks to the remaining seasons of Outlander. And I love this not just because uh, as a Californian who lived in Paris for many years, I've had friends tease me that it's Ariane in Paris show. There's another one that we found, which is called Destination Dunes. And these are places that are a little unexpected, a little under the radar, a great value, but, but they're just as special as the tried and true destinations that people think about or talking about. And so a great example would be the island of Paros in Greece, which is an alternative for the popular Santorini. They both have amazing Greek charm with iconic blue dome churches and whitewashed buildings, but you'll find fewer crowds. And especially in an era where there's, there's a lot of thinking and work going on to reduce over-tourism and to think about sustainability, I think this theme of destination dupes is, is a great one. And then the last one we found is dry tripping. This is the idea of people going on trips Maybe they don't want to drink alcohol when they're on trips, more mocktails, going somewhere that they can do dry tripping, which my French husband tells me he is not interested in that trend. But it's one we found and, and one that I will embrace. I love it. I think of the three, set jetting is the one that just, I can, whenever I watch a show, I find myself Googling, what is this actual hotel? I won't lie. When we were watching White Lotus this past season, I was doing some searching on Expedia trying to plan this trip. My wife, she really wants to go to Italy. We may, we may try and find a way to see if we can visit where they shot White Lotus season two. It's it just, it makes you dream. It does. It does. It's great to really inspire you to travel, to see a new destination or see an amazing property that you want to go visit. Completely. And they say that a lot of the happiness when you're planning a trip is in that planning and dreaming phase. And so I think it's cool to see this trend, this set jetting trend. Of, it's just something more that adds to the fun and inspiration of the planning phase. Let's dive back into kind of some of the regional focuses. You talked about really some of the attention that you're spending both sitting in London, but also working to improve our partner's business in Europe. So are there any noteworthy wins that you want to highlight in the region? Anything where you feel like Expedia Group is really bringing a lot of value to the table for our partners that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, I think what I would call out is some of our partnerships with airlines here in EMEA. And obviously, we work with a lot of airline partners distributing their inventory through our brands, so bringing them travelers. But we're really unlocking opportunities where we're powering them with our technology. So we're helping them 
when they have travelers coming to their own brand, their own websites to actually sell something more like hotels. This year, we're signing and expanding some big airline relationships here in EMEA, Ryanair, Iceland Air, Iberia Airlines, and Turkish Airlines. It comes from what we call this 360-degree approach to the relationship with the airlines. I think a few years ago, it was a lot about them distributing through us. We've now developed some great advertising products that they can work with us on. And as I said, these hotel technology products. For example, with Ryanair, we're now powering their site, Ryanair Rooms, which allows their customers to book hotels. Turkish Airlines is extending something called Air Member Only Deals to European points of sale. And they've been doing it in the US, but it's where their loyalty members or our loyalty members can access better deals on Turkish Airlines flights, which means that they're able to attract travelers who are in higher tiers of our loyalty program. Brennan, we're also working with some destination marketing organizations and car suppliers in the region to help them extend their reach and help them target the travelers that they want to bring using our advertising solutions. Because if there's one thing that, you know, that period that feels so long ago, the pandemic showed us is the importance of tourism to local economies. And so the way that we work with destination marketing organizations or DMOs to help them reach their goals of bringing international visitors into their countries, of having people come and visit one city, but then spread across other cities is something that, that we think that is valuable that we bring. It's awesome. I think just from a traveler perspective, some of the points you made with the airlines, the great piece is you can get this air member only deal as a traveler. You can earn loyalty points on the airline and earn one key cash. Depending it's on if one key cash, yes, exactly. It's a double dip. So much great value for the traveler. And to your point, it covers so many different lines of business here. It's not just about lodging. We talked about air and car and what media solutions are doing. So moving ahead, looking ahead, we're just in the first part of 2024 right now. Tell me what's on the horizon for the balance of this year and what are you most excited about? You know, Brandon, what always excites me is growth. And I think when I look this year at the growth that's going to come from bringing back more air capacity from APAC, the growth that's going to come from big once-in-a-lifetime cultural moment like the 2024 Paris Olympics, the growth that's going to come from international tours by artists like Taylor Swift. I think what excites me is working side-by-side -side with our partners to help travelers make memories through all of that. I've got to ask, she's the hottest act in the world. We've seen the impact she's having on Rev Par. Taylor Swift favorite song? Oh, it has got to be Out of the Woods. Out of the Woods. I like it. Out of the Woods of 2023 and running towards a lot of new opportunities in 2024. Running, running, running. Just funny because I think my favorite Taylor Swift song is Getaway Car. So I'm not sure what that's. I don't know if we're running from something. Are we on? Getaway Car <laughs> out of the woods. What are we running from? I'm we're not running sure. Towards something brand we new. are running towards growth. Ariane, one question that we ask everyone, and spoiler alert, I just ask for inspiration for my own trips. But I've got to ask you, where are you heading? What are you excited about? Where are you traveling to in the world? Oh, our next big family trip is to Egypt, to Aswan in Egypt taking the kids, my husband, mother-in-law, and we're going to go soak in the local culture, 
have amazing views on the Nile. I'm so excited. That's going to be an incredible trip. Can't wait to hear more about it. This was fantastic. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. It's great to have a conversation with you on what's coming next year and some of the things that we've uncovered with trends. Before we go, any words of wisdom for our audience before we depart? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's a word of wisdom, but but I guess I would say if you're listening to this, you probably work in the travel industry. And we all have good days and bad days. I personally find so much meaning to working in this industry where we help people make memories. So I think to all of us, if we can just all remember every day the meaning in what we do, we'll be able to take on those tough days. I love it. Ariane, thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks so much, Brandon. There you have it. That's insight you generally have to pay for. One of the most senior leaders and one of the most impactful leaders that we have at Expedia Group bringing you the latest. So honored to have some time to spend with Ariane. She's someone who I've admired and looked up to for many years in my career at Expedia. And every time she comes to town in Chicago, I try and corner her for a coffee or a walk. She's always super generous with her time as she was today. I think if you look, listen back to that episode, you're going to find insights you can't find anywhere else. And I hear it directly from the leaders of Expedia Group. So a really, really strong interview. Happy to bring it to you. And as always, let us know what you think of the podcast by emailing us at poweringtravel at expediagroup.com. That's poweringtravel, all one word at expediagroup.com. We also have a new form on the website, the brand new website, I should add. You can find that at partner.expediagroup.com. Really nice looking feel to the new website and you can give us feedback on the podcast. Who do you want to hear from? What topics uh, do you want to see on next season? That'll all be right there. And of course, if you have a few seconds, please be sure to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. That's going to help people like you and like me find our show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Powering Travel Podcast brought to you by Expedia Group. 